0: It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for his return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Everyone wants to be liked. No one starts their day and thinks, I want everyone to pick a fight with me today. But being adored by this world should never be our goal. Pastor J.D. reminds us in today's update that if the world doesn't have issues with you, you're probably not as close to Jesus as you should be. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on May twenty second, two 2022.
1: What follows comes from a 56 page World Health Organization, also known as WHO, downloadable PDF file. We have the link to it on the site website, with the heading Ninth Meeting of the Working Group on Strengthening WHO Preparedness and Response to health emergencies. From what I understand, this is a draft proposal being referred to as a, quote, pandemic treaty, pandemic treaty before the WHO health assembly held in Geneva, Switzerland, and it actually was scheduled to start today May 22nd, and it will go through this Saturday, May 28th. If approved, it's believed that a total of 194 member states, countries, would cede their national sovereignty to the World Health Organization, seemingly with a stroke of the pen. Now, I did this. You can do this, too. There is some debate about the actual number of nations on earth. Some say there are 194. So this would be all the nations on earth. And actually, technically, that's correct. However, there are those that say, well, there's actually 197. And here's how they get there, and I only say this parenthetically. Uh, if you recognize Palestine as a country or a state, that would add to that number. And by the way, don't do that, because <laughs> that's not Palestine, that's Israel. And there's no such thing as a Palestinian, by the way. And the reason why it was called Palestine is because Rome, when they conquered Jerusalem and scattered the Jews, they named it after the arch enemy of the Jews. Who were the arch enemies of the Jews? The Philistines. So, Philistia is a transliteration of Philistine, hence Palestine. That's why it's referred to as Palestine. It's not Palestine. Okay, I feel better now that I got that off my chest. Grew up all my life being told I was Palestinian on my mom's side. And then I get saved and I realize, oh, no I'm not. Who am I? <laughs> I'm a Christian, that's what I am. So it should be noted that there are technically 194 nations on earth as recognized by the United Nations and of course the World Health Organization. Now. We provided a link also to the WHO website that lists all of these nations in alphabetical order, and I want to just read you some that are on that list. Australia, Canada, China, Egypt, France, Germany, India, Israel, Japan, Mexico, Russia, South Africa, Turkey, Ukraine, United Arab Emirates, Iran, Republic of Korea, and last but certainly not least, the United States of America, just to mention a few. The point being, all the nations on earth. World health. All the nations on earth World health. Now hang on to that. This is from page three, paragraph C. Quoting Within the systems and tools category, consistent priority themes include integration of core capacities for emergency preparedness and surveillance, strengthening capacity and systems to automatically share real-time emergency information including, get this, genomic sequencing. That's going to come up again. In other words, real-time data that is automatically shared and collected. As it's collected, it's shared automatically, digitally. As part of a, and you'll see this throughout the document, very key one health. And by the way, in the document is capitalized one health. Hmm. One health approach, standardizing forms for information sharing, and this is important, verification of events. Now we've talked about this in the context of blockchain technology, which in its simplest form can be understood as a verification system. So a transaction, or let's use their word, an event, digital event, when verified, then it is added as a block to the chain. But it has to be verified. That's blockchain technology, and it's very... Simplest form in terms of understanding. As well as, still quoting, incentive for sharing information of international concern, for instance, indiscriminate travel restrictions, misinformation, and or stigmatization. Hang on to that. We'll come back to that in a moment. This is page 6. Paragraph H, implementation of, here it is again, a One Health approach related to prevention and surveillance. Oh, preventing an outbreak slash pandemic slash spread? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. You probably, doubtless, have already heard the latest. <laughs> Did you hear the latest? It's always a good way to start and get someone's attention. Know what? Monkey pox. Oh. This is from page 12, paragraph 34. It gets worse. Rapid and broad sharing of pathogens for effective surveillance and the timely development of medical response products such as diagnostic, therapeutic, and vaccines. By the way, I did a search. You can do that in a PDF file. And I just searched the word vaccine. It's there 33 times in a 56-page document. Still quoting. Listen to this. It noted the WHO biohub system. (laughs) Biohub system? Hmm. That is currently in pilot phase and requested the need for member states consultation on the co-creation of such a system. Like. The B-system? Yeah. In particular, its relationship to the existing surveillance instruments and initiatives underway at national and regional levels around the world. Now here, the two highlighted boxes on page 36 say the following, and I quote, Who should develop a mechanism for states' parties to, here it is again, automatically share real-time emergency information, including genomic sequencing needed by who for risk assessment that builds on relevant regional and global digital systems. That's it. Global Digital Systems, Biohub, still quoting, who should develop options to strengthen, and where appropriate, build global genomic sequencing infrastructure to maximize this critical technology as a component of future pandemic preparedness, and response. Let me summarize. This is a voluminous document as it relates to the power the World Health Organization will have. Number one, authority to institute lockdowns. Ask Shanghai, China. Number two, authority to restrict travel. Number three, authority to enforce mandatory quarantine. Number four, authority to implement vaccine passports. Number five, authority to surveil, track, and trace. Number six, Authority to mandate, mandate testing and vaccination. Number seven. Authority to conduct and share genomic sequencing. And number eight, lastly, and this is not exhaustive, authority to censor what they deem as misinformation. And they say also stigmatization. Sounds pretty arbitrary to me. Would you be shocked to know that they're already basically doing this? It's almost like a ratification, a formalizing of that which they're already heretofore doing. Well, please know that this is only a small sampling of all that's in this draft proposal, and suffice it to say, it reads like the book of Revelation. And maybe I could even take it a step further and suggest that it reads verbatim like the book of Revelation, down to the gnats' eyebrow. And yes, gnats have eyebrows. (laughs) That's how specific it is. You could, in effect, take this document and cross-reference it with specific prophecies and passages in the book of Revelation, and I'll add Daniel to that as well. That's how specific it is. Example, only one, and you know it well. Revelation chapter 13 describes with specificity a digital system that has to be in place, like a biohub, global, world, health digital system of verification, because how else are they going to know whether or not one has received the mark or not? Because the specificity of the prophecy is such that you cannot buy or sell unless you have the mark. Well, how are they going to know whether or not you have the mark? Oh, a biohub digital verification system that verifies your credentials. Uh, Let me me ruin your day even more. (laughs) Um, I was thinking about this. In fact, I was talking with my son about this. Very interesting. You know how it is that if you um, post something... Uh, that doesn't go along with the narrative that you'll get your account suspended well they 'll have that control with this technology that's already in place so instead of having your twitter you'll you 'll long for the days that you got your Twitter account suspended because in the seven year tribulation the technology will be such that they'll suspend your bank account, because you're unverified. We need verification, authentication. Is that right? Oh, authentication, I'm sorry. We, we need that verification in order for you to transact. So you go to, okay, well, I'll just go online and buy it then. Okay. Try logging in. Oh, I forgot my password. Okay, send me a new password. <laughs> you enter email address. Why are you looking at me like that? How many times have you done that? I, I do it all. I, what was my password again? Oh, you don't have to worry about that anymore, because we'll just scan it. That's your credentials to log in. But it doesn't matter, even if you remember your password, because you're not verified and you have no access. You can't buy online even. You've been suspended until you can prove and authenticate and verify your status. Does this seem too far-fetched? We've already tasted from this cup, haven't we? And yeah, I know. I I did it myself this last week. It's been so nice, so... It's been a breath of fresh air, pun intended, to not have to wear a mask going to the bank or the store. And I have to confess, I'll just be very candid with you, that I actually said to myself, which is why I titled the update this, I I said to myself, man, I could, I could get used to this. This is nice. This is, <laughs> I could get comfortable with this. It was like the Holy Spirit going, don't get too comfortable. Then, of course, my wife doesn't help when she starts sending me stuff about how they're saying they're going to impose <laughs> here. So like I said, I'm just going to ruin your day more, but hold on loosely to that breath of fresh air. Don't get too comfortable. And dare I say that that's a good thing. I'll just go back to how we began, and we'll bring it to an end, the way we began. This is the purpose of Bible prophecy. It's to get us to detach ourselves, disconnect ourselves, disenfranchise ourselves from this dying world, not our home. We've long overstayed our welcome in this world, not our home. I mean, all of the prophecies, it should have the effect of, I mean, even if we're holding on to the world like this, It's like these prophecies should have the effect of prying our fingers off of that which we hold on so tightly to. You know how it is when you're not going to be someplace very long, you don't make yourself too comfortable? Now, when you come here, we'll say something to you like, Hey, make yourself at home. Make yourself comfortable. Glad you're here. But don't make yourself too comfortable because we're not going to be here very long. Uh, We're just renting. I mean, you're not going to do home improvements on a home that you're renting, right? I I don't own this. I'm not going to be here very long. (laughs) I don't have ownership of this citizenship (laughs) here in this, so why would I invest in it? I'm not going to be here to enjoy it. So have a light touch. And don't get too comfortable. Wait a minute, Pastor. what about <laughs> the Christian who is walking with the Lord, and in love with the Lord, and on fire for the Lord, and like the Apostle Paul, nothing moves me. I mean, I'm comfortable in the sanctified sense, regardless of what's happening in the world, because I'm secure in Christ. Praise the Lord. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is that we all have this proclivity, for lack of a better word, to uh, get too settled in. And this is a good thing, because we need those reminders. And again, Scripture is replete with passage after passage saying, you're just passing through. You're pilgrims, you're, I hate to use the word aliens, because it's like, woo-ee-woo. no, seriously, I, I just thought of this. When we first immigrated to America, I was nine months old, and I had an alien card. I'm not an alien, but I was an alien, alien foreign, a foreigner. I'm, I'm a foreigner. <laughs> I'm an alien. I, I'm just passing through. I'm not going to be here very long. So, why are you digging your roots down so deep? Why are you holding on so tight? Don't you see what's happening and what's coming? Again, I don't want to be sensational, but if this happens, and I have no reason to believe that it won't, given what I've read and seen and researched, I mean, to say it's a game changer is almost an understatement, because it's like with the stroke of a pen, I'll use a more modern metaphor, the click of a mouse, if you prefer, all of the nations on earth are going to cede their sovereignty to the world health organization. And the World Health Organization, with all the nations on earth, now is in control. And I mean, they can do anything they want, anytime they want. And it's not good. But it is good for us, because it's a reminder. Oh yeah, actually, (laughs) bring it on because if you guys do that you're fulfilling this yeah yeah praise the lord so if this if this goes down we go up
0: we are so glad you joined us for this edition of in spirit and truth with pastor JD you've been listening to the latest prophecy update that pastor JD has been sharing And as always, it's fascinating to hear and learn about how the things going on in the world relate to things predicted in the Bible. If you're ever interested in finding out more about this ministry, head over to jdfarag.org. That's jdfarag.org to learn more. If you're in the Kaneohe area, you're always welcome to come check out Our Church family. At Calvary Chapel Kaneohe, we meet on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor JD. There's a Calvary link at the bottom of our webpage, so look for it at jdfarag.org. That link will give you more info on service times, directions, and more. Also, on our website, you'll notice a tab at the top that says ABCs. This is a helpful tool if you're in need of understanding a more in-depth view of what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus. If you or any friends or family need some clarification, this should help clear some things up for you. Again, that website is jdfarag.org. Next time, you'll get to hear some more interesting things about current affairs and how they relate to what the Bible says to be true. The prophecies in the Bible were not just mentioned casually— Every prophecy written in the Bible will come to pass, so there's much to understand about what's to come. We look forward to that time with you and hope you'll join us then. Until then, may you be looking for wisdom from God in spirit and truth.